Welcome back to Screenfish Radio. I am so glad you could join us this uh, this day, which sounds so official to say it that way. Join us this day. Uh, join us today as we are talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, the latest entry into Marvel and the kickoff to Phase 5. But the most exciting part of this is not that I get we get to talk about this. It's the return of the Marvelettes. <laughs> so excited. <Woo>! Yay! <laughs> welcome back, Dina and Mira. Welcome back to you both. Thanks for having me. And to Chewy, who is here for the first time. Uh, well, Baka, technically, she does. Qualify. She's got a lot to say about uh, Ant Man. <laughs> <laughs> she does. The similarities between Ant Man and some Star Wars stuff is just. Oh, ridiculous. I'm so there for that. I am so there for that. <laughs> For this film, it particularly will work. Um, <laughs> Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania tells the story of Ant-Man and the Wasp as they find, them find themselves exploring the quantum realm, interacting with strange new creatures and embarking on an adventure that pushes them beyond the limits of what they hoped or thought was possible. However, lurking in the background is the evil madman Kang, who is threatening to take over time and space. This podcast is rated S for spoilers, and as we get into Quantumania, where the gloves are now off again, um, I, I am dying to hear what you both think. This film has been trashed by critics. It is now the Marvel's lowest rated score uh, in the MCU. Um, it is 48% on Rotten Tomatoes currently. And uh, and yet it has, you know, made uh, at least 150 million in its opening weekend. So what do you what did you really both think of Quantum Mania? Critics? Nobody cares about those. It's the people. Look at the people's score, Steve. Look, you're falling for it. You're falling for it. Nobody. A, you want to look it? at the people's score? The yeah, single I, score is the lowest in Marvel history with a B rating. Really? Isn't it 48 percent to 80 something? percent on the on Rotten Tomatoes what was oh, the Google users have 84 percent but the cinema yeah. the, uh, the cinema score is people walking right out of the theater and they're usually an A and I think an A minus was Eternals and this is a B wow well I mean listen I have to say sure but uh I I thought it was everything multiverse of madness could not should have been right take me on a mm -hmm. ride Take me to the different universes. Show me, show me, show me. And stop trying to tell me things and lead me down a path. I don't need to go down. Just show me the multiverse. That, that's why I like this movie. Because it, it took you on the right way from the start. You went on it. They're in their basement. They're doing the things. They go in and you're like, great. Now I get to be here. This is where we live now. This is where we are for the rest of the movie. That's And it's in the name. In the title. And, yeah. and it sense to me and so for me yeah okay maybe it's it's not because it's ant-man and maybe that's not really the best rating and people wanted more i thought it was fantastic in terms of imagery the mm. the way it was shot the the ride it took you i even liked some of the writing with the exception of the one line of course mira brought that <laughs> up um yesterday to me i let her kind of say why she thought it was it was whatever but um but yeah i thought it was i thought it was you know what i wouldn't give it like a great great rating Gave me hope again. I will give it an A plus all day because it took me on a ride. 
and it's everything multiverse of madness just was not yeah so yeah there was that one super cheesy like that that was the one time i was like oh the writing was decent and then this just killed it um where the daughter says to derek she's like darren Darren. (laughs) darren that's it (laughs) and you know everything freezes and the and the shot just zooms in on them and you're like this is it and what does this she sound like? Don't, yeah. don't be a dick. Is that was that yeah, the sentence? Yeah. <laughs> like, really? really? Yeah. But I have to tell you, the highlight of the movie, Steve, Darren. Put that <laughs> Darren. Modoc, put him in everything, please. That scene where he was getting made. And then it just shows like his little Darren. body. Um, and he's like, little, I was, I was dying. I, was this, I, he made it for me. And that's not really the origin story of Modoc. And they just kind of created that for 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 quantumania and i'm here for it like injected into my veins yeah. i'm good. uh but that was so fun i thought he was and his face is all hilarious massive but yeah it, i just the way that they tied that in i thought that was really well done because yeah. it was so unexpected he was kind of like funny and idiot it's a combination of things that i just i, I wanted more of it because every time he was in the scene i was dying laughing he was so, so funny but yeah he wouldn't respond unless you called him by his name like he wouldn't respond to Darren. Darren. <laughs> See, uh, I admit I have a conflicted feeling about this, and it's not the fault of the film. Yeah. Because a friend of mine, he knows who he is, <laughs> said to me, well, you know, Modoc is Darren, right? And I'm like, what? And this was like a week before oh, I saw the movie. Before. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't. I didn't what? know that, but I thank you. Know that. And they're like, oh, everybody's saying that on the internet. I'm like, I'm not oh, reading yeah. spoilers, yeah. and I hope you're wrong, because yeah. this person has, uh, so I said to them after, they're like, and I said to them, I'm like, you killed that for me. Yeah. Um, so a the second she said, at the age of eight, I was tried to killed by him, or a, a man I mean, a bug tried to kill me, I'm like, crap, he's right. Yeah. And then when his face showed up, I was like, oh, you took the fun out of the air for me. Yeah. So it's not the fault of the film there. Just got a spoiler, which is brutal. Never. never. Yeah. But did you... They hadn't even seen the movie. They yeah. Just, uh, just going off the internet pieces. Yeah. Did you notice, though, like I, so Dean and I saw it together just yesterday. And like a couple times I leaned over and I was like, this is so Star Wars. Like there were so many moments. So a lot of the, um, I mean, the creativity of all the creatures and critters in, in the yes. uh, um, quantum, like, uh, verse was definitely, like, feeling a bit Star Wars-y, but that scene at the end was with basically his version of the stormtroopers, right, all lined up in the ships, like, that felt really Star Wars, and then, and then I, and then I felt the mashup with Serenity, like, the Firefly film. Oh, yeah, you bring that up. <laughs> right with the true believer so do you remember the um well, he was called the operative i think in serenity and when him and mal are fighting kind of near the end if you haven't seen serenity or firefly fantastic go watch it <laughs> um but but he he's because he's such a believer in his perspective um the operative says just know that you could have avoided all this. You could have made different choices. This didn't have to end this way. And then of course it doesn't actually end that way. Um, And it felt the same thing in that fight between Kang and Scott at the end. 
you could have gone home. You could have been with your family. You didn't, you could have, this could have felt like it never happened to you, but that's not what you chose. Like it just, something about that just like immediately brought up serenity to me. And again, that connection to like just this true believer that is so immersed in their perspective that they, they only see the one, like, this is, this is it. This is the truth and the only truth. Um, and that fuels their behavior as abhorrent as it might be. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I, I, I agree. I think it was, I think it was a solid ride and I think it was very star Warsy and a number I love of that. Yeah, I love that part about it. My, my fear, and I will say I enjoyed it. Is it their best? No. Is it their worst? No. No. God, no. Uh, this is why I say it's backlash. Mm. The rating's so bad because it's not that bad. It was fun. Um, yeah. yeah. My, my fear is that Marvel is going to think now that they have to be big all the time. Mm -hmm. And I, now I, I'm saying that not thinking ahead to what the other projects are. I just don't want them to think that because the reason that we enjoyed the, the films before was because we cared about the people. Yeah. yeah. And that requires writing and character development. Yeah. I mean, the big, the big payoffs are fun. And I, you know, and, and I think this is something else you said, Dina, earlier on, you said, you know, we had Thanos all the time. Thanos appeared on screen maybe three times before yep. phase three, maybe twice and not, and zero times in phase one mm -hmm. until after the first film. It, he was a post-credit scene in the first, in the first yeah. Avengers. So but it's not like they were like Thanos all, Thanos all day. As when that, but that one clip of him was so powerful. Those two initial clips were so powerful and they changed the color or whatever. I mean, there were some things that had to change from 2012 on, but that still tied you into it. Right. And you yeah. became invested. I think yeah. if done right, and I don't know why the ratings are the way they are. And if they gave Thor better ratings or they gave Multiverse of Madness better ratings, that I just give up and quit on all critics and all people walking out of the theater because I don't know what, what they were watching in there. Um, I, I think that this movie, the way they set up Cassie, this is a perfect example of setting up a character in a good way. They didn't shove her down your throat. You immediately fell in love with her because she had these little, with the, with the one line as an exception, but she had this little mm -hmm. invested in this like girl who was trying to build something and she was, you know, reading up on stuff and using science and technology. And then she was alive, but everybody else was blipped. So she was trying to bring people back. So I think you got tied into her more than I did with Multiverse of Madness, which I was like, okay, America Chavez, great. Welcome to the MCU. I'm happy you're here. I don't care about yeah. the things. You only exist here to me, which is that Wanda wants her kids and that you are the only way to, for her to get it. Yeah. That's what you. With Cassie, she's going to be part of a whole Young Avenger. She's got a whole path, but she's got, you know, she, 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 she has her suit. She, she's learning how to kind of jump and what is it? Jump in and, and punch. Oh, yes. Like you yeah. got invested in her more than the relationship between Dr. Strange, who knew her for a half a second, um, and her father. Yeah. It just it doesn't, I don't know, this is my take, but I was yeah. more invested in Cassie than America Chavez. So I don't care if you come for me on the internet, do it, but that's my take. Well, I think all of us agree that that was a bad movie. I yeah, think yeah. Not, 
just that it, relationship. It, it plays just, out better on Disney Plus. I rewatched it with Anders, and we and I enjoyed it a little more the second time. But it's not good. No. Yeah. Um, I I agree with what you're saying here. Um, I think the character writing was pretty good for Cassie. Yeah. You tend to think that the Ant Man franchise. I agree with you, Mira. It's just not one of my favorite franchises. Yeah. I love Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd all day. Oh, Paul Rudd in Dose. What can we say? Paul Rudd in doses. Like maybe yeah. that's the thing. I love when Paul Rudd is in something, but I don't yeah. need a whole Paul Rudd thing. Yeah. This this was Kang's coming out party. Mm -hmm. I loved Kang in this, yeah. and I thought to myself, I thought, okay, when this is done and we pull back. Yeah. Even though this rating is low, I think. I think this will be one of those films that we look back and say, whether or not I liked it, that was an important film yeah. in this story. Yep. Yeah. Um, and and I, I see them taking a similar approach than what they did with Thanos in terms of tracking their big bad. And building, yeah, yeah. Sorry, big, big bad would kill. I mean, he's not, Thanos is nothing compared. I was telling you this last name here. Thanos is nothing compared to King. Yeah. Yeah. This is bad. I also, I mean, we've been talking about kind of levity and how they're balancing grief with levity. There are some pieces that are subtle and I just found hilarious. So like, for example, uh, I didn't know that Bill Murray was in the movie. That was that was oh. a, an unexpected surprise. You're like, what? They, they've uh, downplayed him in the marketing because of reasons. Oh, uh, okay. They're not That's big, they're, they're reasons that are being dealt with. Oh, okay. Because of I reasons. <laughs> okay. I'll have to follow up on that after. I yeah. But I really like, so you know how he like brings them the food and the drinks and it's these these super <laughs> like, cute anime looking like like literally they took a book out of Japanese kawaii to make these so little cutesy animated like octopi that they're drinking with the big eyes that you're like, oh my gosh, what is he doing? And then um, when the fight breaks out and they large them and suddenly it's like ginormous. And I'm like, oh, now revenge is going to I I love that too love because it. so angry it looks so cute in the cup and then all yeah. of a sudden came big and angry and it was yeah. just like but I I um I did I did kind of hear something that was fun it's like why didn't they just make the vibranium enlarged or bigger and then just that's it like you have now a whole bunch of vibranium like they they did everything else they threw everything else at the things and it's yeah. like come on but I, like I said then we wouldn't have a movie because it's this is true. it's like you could end something in two seconds and then it's logic, but no movie. What, this is going like? to turn into that Titanic debate about could they both fit on the door, right? Oh, like, which they've mind. solved scientifically. That's because, correct. Because yes. James Cameron is sick of asking the question. He scientifically solved the... the years <laughs> and years later. This yeah. is an else. No, but um, actually, it's funny. James Cameron came out. Did you see this? Steve and said that he relates to, to Thanos, that Thanos was right. I saw that. Did you see that? Really? That? I just saw that today. I'm like, I don't know what that, what, what does this mean what? even? What? Yeah, As he in said, like population control is the answer for the future? I hope you that was talk about James Cameron and you want to talk about Thanos and you're going to have a very interesting conversation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just came back to it now, I remembered when we were talking um, about Titanic. So, it's yeah, true. really interesting. Um. <laughs> I, you know what I will also say to throw in this conversation is that Quantum Mania, and I wrote this in my review of it, 
is the film that Strange World could have been. Um, I don't know if you saw Strange World. It's on Disney Plus now. I saw it in theaters. And that movie was meh. And I'm like, not everything's going to be gold with animation. But I'll tell you, like, they had a blank palette to do anything they wanted. And I thought, sure. Yeah. Um, but this world looked gorgeous. Look gorgeous. I thought it was beautiful. And the creatures were mm -hmm. creative. Yeah. Um, and, mm -hmm. and they had all sorts of unique things. And I thought, I am interested in this, in this tiny infinite universe. Yeah. yeah. And I, and then strange world was trying to do almost the exact same thing mm. six months ago. And it was so dull comparatively. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. It reminded me a bit too of the Avengers, the what if series. Yeah. On Disney Plus too, right? Yeah. I have a question. I I have a question about Kang. So uh interestingly with the Michelle Pfeiffer kind of backstory, does Kang have no powers on his own? And it was only that weird time sphere thing. Because he was he was helpless until she like restarted it, right? And then they plugged it into his vessel, which then gave him his suit. And his power seemed to have all come from the suit. Is that, but that seems wrong, but that was the impression I got. He's a more of a, uh, Dina, I'm sorry, Dina. I, I'm speaking first because you will know the answer, <laughs> I guess. But I think he's more of a tech guy. Like he, it's, it's, his, it's his super technology and knowledge as opposed to power. Is that, is that correct? Yeah, and he's, I mean, time control too, right? So he right. sees. He, he knows the time so everything that led up even in Loki and in He Who Remains which is just one variant of Kang he he sets up everything from the beginning he sees everything to the end right. so what happens is he brings characters on the ride for the storyline that he drafts himself right say okay these two I want these two as part of it the journey and then he knows right even even when you saw Loki he says um, you can choose, there's two options, right? You can kill me, you can do this, and I'll see you soon, and all this stuff, because everything is already written. But like, so, so it's innate or inherent in him to be able to see all of the possible futures as they're written. Well, he's the conqueror of worlds, right? right. So if you look at um, uh, Galactus, who kind of like consumes planets and whatever, whatever, mm -hmm. like Hank is a conqueror of worlds, but he has different variations of himself. And I think there is an actual, in Loki, they did a good job of like, kind of trying to explain how there was the three circles, like the three timelines. And then he came in yeah. and said, oh, it, it's the one infinite timeline mm -hmm. that, that goes. And then all the different Kangs disagreed. And so they fought each other and there was hostility. And that's how this war erupts. And he gets exiled into the quantum mania world. This is the theory that this is what happens in the storyline. I don't know where they're going to take it in the movies, but there's the disagreement around, okay, the timeline and all this stuff. And so he gets exiled. The rumor is, is that he's the most powerful variant of Kang's, which is mm. why they killed him, because otherwise right. you exile this person. You could just exile all the other. There's millions they're of them. They're all the same, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I think he he's going to, he's the time component of it. And with the uh, AVA and everything that happened in Loki, Loki number two is going to be wild of the start of how this whole, all, mm -hmm. all of this happened with timely, 
right? And and timely used to be Marvel used to be called timely. And so they're tying mm -hmm. all the stuff together so beautifully that I can't wait for Loki number two. But yeah, so Kang is is really um is is one of the most powerful uh, because there's so many of him. And come mm -hmm. secret wars, we're going to find just how many there are of many other variants of everybody and bringing from everywhere. So it'll be yeah. the different Spider Mans and it'll be everyone. Yeah. Coming to defeat. That will be cool. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do. The Russo brothers will direct it, hopefully. Yeah. No, they're that, not. I thought they said they are. No, 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 no. It's, uh, I believe Absolutely. it's the guy who's done Shang-Chi. You can look it up. I could be wrong, but I'm, I believe that the Russos are not in the equation. They have said no. Interesting. Well, I'm annoyed now. Anyway. <laughs> She's lost all hope. That's no, no. Secret Wars. Let's see what they say. Was it in an interview? Yeah. Just shattered. Uh, all right. <laughs> Carry on. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> Remember when I asked you to restore my hope? I, I well, give hope and I take it away. Yeah. <laughs> that one, didn't I? Yeah. Never say never. It's not happening for a few years. I still believe that there's time. There's hope. Bob is back. Bob Iger's back. He'll make it happen. <laughs> uh, one thing that I hope that they do with Kang, and I know that there's a billion of them, so it's not even necessarily possible to do this, but. Uh, the reason Thanos stuck wasn't that he was super powerful. It was that he, he we, we understood his reasons. And that mm. was something about this film I didn't get. I felt like Why? if he's just going to be a big bad who does big bad things, I'm not particularly interested in that. I, I would like to know why he is doing big bad things. And but then... they, they started to introduce that, didn't they? Like that whole... You know, Scott and his thing at the end. Oh, but he said he had to get out because if he didn't, then the the alternative to him was worse than him. And right, like well, started in, to create that narrative. They said that in Loki. They said that in Loki is that if I, you know, if I go, yeah. there'll be another because there's this war. <sighs> Excuse me, uh, because there's this war and yada yada yada. But I, I I would like personally, I would like a little more than. He wants to rule everything. I just like a little more. I, I would like. I would like a reason. He wants to fix what is broken. You see, this is again. There's this time. We're gonna fall in love with him. We're gonna relate to him as we go on this journey, just like we did with some people who think Thanos was right, um, because you become James Cameron. Yeah, <laughs> the one guy. Uh, but you become invested in that villain's kind of history journey of why they got to where they got to because it's not just yeah. I'm trying to destroy the world he's saying he looked around and saw that it was broken that all these kings were trying to they're toying around with time like it was nothing like they were children and he's he's saying no it's beyond that we can build on something better we can actually you know mm -hmm. build been broken and so he goes and destroys because he wants to rebuild because of what he's destroying is what was built by another king. And it's a weird, I know it sounds crazy, but I think eventually we'll, if they tell the story right, we'll end up saying, oh man, like he's right. You know, that's we don't have time or we mess with time too much or whatever. And it tends to mess back, right? Like, just like yeah. Iron Man. Um, but yeah, I don't know. 
That's that'd just be why. an interesting theme to explore. If is if the only way to progress is to have to tear down, yeah, what was done previously in order to build from scratch again. Yeah, and I have faith that they're going to do that. I'm just saying that I haven't got that yet. And yeah. No, no. In yeah. this movie, they were supposed to show you that he's sort of a bad man, and there's many of them. Be yeah. scared. Um, yeah. I don't care if they if they have many of them. That's that's great and all dandy. But I mean, again, um, Nathaniel Richards like Kane. He's kind of a I want to say descendant of um, Reed Richards. So if you actually look at um, uh, Multiverse of Madness, I'll kind of break it down if people don't know. Yeah. That comes in on the platform, the blue platform, as he's entering into the scene, right? Yes. It's the same thing with King. He enters through, so it's kind of the same. Um, comes from the same lineage or descendants or whatever the same um that's mm. something well if they explore that and tie it in with fantastic four somehow again i'm looking at Interesting. it in yeah. do you think do you think there's any connection to because one of the things i found really weird about the eternals is that they introduced the illuminati only to kill them all off in like five minutes so do you think those characters are coming back i oh. mean the point of the multiverse is any character is now fair game again they'll come back as different versions of the Illuminati. Cause that wasn't the original version of the Illuminati. They just right. picked and chose characters. They picked and chose, they picked and chose them based on what the fans wanted. And that they admitted to that. They admitted yeah. to that. They picked them not based on the books or the storylines mm -hmm. or what sense the fans wanted this. So we put all mm -hmm. these. So I think what's it, what you're going to end up seeing is yes, there's going to be a different version of the Illuminati, different characters mm -hmm. because you need to have them exist somewhere yeah yeah point right but I, I i don't know how they're gonna tie that in but yes obviously we know reed richards will be back and fantastic four will be back to tie yeah. it in hopefully they'll tie it in nicely um with kang and then is kang like voltron do they combine to make like a mega kang uh i i don't know no. well, i i i laugh but i guess that's entirely possible marvel well, if you're listening okay <laughs> Usually condone this going outside of the storyline, but this, this is your moneymaker right <laughs> here. Do it. You built a tower of Ant-Man's in this movie. Right? Uh, right? Yeah. Just do it. Take it. Yeah. I'm on board. There's many yeah. Kang. Do something big and huge with them. Why There's not, right? Massive. Ralph did that. I don't need to do it again. Wreck-It Ralph did that. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. I, di I did also find like there were just so many little funny moments. I also really like the possibilities and like how they talk to each other and the Baskin Robbins guy. Like, <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. The film was the redemption of Baskin Robbins. That's really yeah. what it was. It's, yeah, I don't know yeah. what they paid to be back in this, but uh, Baskin uh, Robbins are heroes. Uh, fun fact what was it? How many flavors do they have? 30 31. something. 31. Well, what number of movie in the Marvel Universe? Is it? No, really? Check the facts. Thirty-one flavors right? and about five good ones. Check the facts. <laughs> How many flavors and what number of movie is this in the Marvel universe? Yeah. yeah, you might be right. Actually, you might be right. Fun fact. That is that is fascinating. Yeah, fun fact. But yeah, you know, hey, listen, Baskin Robbins probably even paid a lot of money for that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Good, good on them for wanting to bring back the marketing. Uh, but because they paid a lot of money for uh, Infinity War when they said the flavors, remember? They're like, oh, yeah, the, the hunk of hunk of whatever. And that, then, was, that wasn't them. That, that was, was uh, Ben and Jerry's. 
No, Baskin, wasn't it? Was it Ben and Jerry's or Baskin? Ben oh, and Jerry's know. has the funny names, right? Like the Chunky oh, Monkey and oh, the... Interesting. Different yeah, yeah. different ice cream providers. Look at that. But Good. but yeah, Baskin Robbins is the 31 flavors. Yeah. Um, I, I want to go back a little bit for this film and go back into this film. We were talking a little bit about the variants. Um, I, I mean, to me, a real theme of this movie was choice. I, I don't know if you felt that as well, but I felt like every character in this film, it seems dumb because it, this could be the case with any film, but I felt like in this one particularly, every character was faced with making choices. And it seemed like either they were choosing between uh, like their the family or the world. And maybe that's just me. Like I felt like Ant-Man was doing that. Like, uh, I mean, Scott Lang was doing that. I felt like Michelle Pfeiffer's character or Janet was doing that. Kang was doing that. Maybe I'm not sure. I, I don't know. I was just wondering how you thought about the, the idea of choice in this film or was that something that stood out to you? Oh, it definitely stood out to me. I think, well, Mir kind of talked about it with the whole tie-in with Firefly. It's like, you could have, you could have, right? You, you yeah. chose to. And so, but I, I think every character had to make a choice, right? Like Janet had to make a choice to escape, not to tell her family, not to tell anyone about yeah. Kang. Right? Then you come back and you make a choice, right? You have to go and talk to this friend who then you know that you left to die. And so it's a choice, but, uh, but Kang's choice was the most fascinating to me. Kang got selfish he built an empire with all the technology and all the goods and all the stuff and said one day i'll get out of here and i'll take my army and go because he had an opportunity to just go on his own mm -hmm. right and everything he wanted all everything i built needs to come with me had he made the choice of just leaving alone right or whatever it would have been a different i guess outcome for him what mm -hmm. the other wanted not just revenge. He want he was he was selfish. Oh, look at this empire I built. Yeah. So he had a choice, which I mean, ended up maybe costing that variant to to die. We still don't know. He might still be out there. Um, but it yeah, the, the choices are different for each character, and I, I I like that. I like the I like even the choices that that Cassie um, had to make right with yeah. the machine and the suit and and all this stuff, and then. Um, yeah, and the ants, even the ants, beautiful, beautiful technology ants, the choices they made to go on because they've aged, I guess they aged, what, 10,000 years or something when they were down there? And they yeah. built like big technological empire. And I'm like, that's awesome. Like, you know, and again, and they came to save the day. So yeah, I saw it throughout. I thought it was fascinating. It's all about the choice. Yeah. I think... um yeah, I think that the the choices, so you have characters that were very strong in their position and their choices out of the gate, like Janet, like um, uh, Cassie. And then you have characters that kind of grew into making better choices. Like I'd put Scott Lang in that category. Yeah. Darren in that category, for example. Darren. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then some who just so stubbornly stuck with their choices. Uh, or even like, um bill murray's character right like at one point janet says to him like we fought against him and he yeah. said he can be very persuasive yeah 
Yeah. I, I mean, as we step into phase five, I feel like this may be a theme. Maybe this is that theme that carries right. through. Because we know that Kang is the one that's going to be the big bad. And if you're going to mess with time, choice and regret is yeah. a logical next step after grief. Um, I mean, regret, maybe, maybe not, but certainly. But, yeah. I was going to say, is it regret or is it the, is it the grit to just try something else, try something else, try something else? Maybe I, I see, this was so interesting to me because I, I was like, it felt like everybody's trying to choose it, it, in some ways, this film felt like Marvel's version of the trolley car paradox mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know what I'm, you, you both know what I'm talking about with the trolley car. Oh, I, I don't. Okay. The trolley car problem in its simplest is that you're trolley, you're, you're driving a trolley car and it's, it's running down the hill and there's a gap or there's a break in the road and you can either correct me if I'm wrong, Mira, but you can either hit one person that you care about or 40 people that are on the other side so you but you can't stop the trolley cart you have to choose yeah is that is that accurate yeah that's that's a good um summary of it so the idea is like do you save the one because they're important to you or do you sacrifice what's important to you to save the many and those that those are your two choices yeah that's the only <clears throat> i haven't heard of that particular one but yeah there's many examples of like would you choose the one over the many yeah um, good uh, especially if that one is your family member, somebody close to you. Right. Yeah. Oh, so. and that, and that seems to keep popping up in this film, like over and over again to me. I mean, we, we saw it with Scott and Cassie for sure. Yeah. Um, but also Janet has to make that choice. Yeah. You know, she's going to yeah. help, help this guy, but then he's going to take over the universe and she but can. That's, that's different because she sacrifices herself. Like, she I think that's, that's a, that's a different choice than sacrificing somebody that you love. Like, but right? she sacrifices her ability to go back to the people that she loves. I remember when he said to her, I'll get you back to your daughter now, like, let's go. And yeah. she, she didn't. And that's why she never brought it up to hope. She never yeah. talked about it. And when he brought it up, right? Like, oh, like you could have gone back or you could yeah. Bill, I think Bill Murray was like, oh, you don't know anything about your mom or whatever, there's secrets. Um, yeah. Did. she did make a sacrifice it wasn't like a do you want to kill your daughter and or do you want yeah. it was more of yeah yeah her again ended up working out because the blip and they found her or whatever but that's beyond he gave her that choice and she right, did make say like no i will save the world instead she did but don't you feel like I, I feel like anyways that when like if i was in that position then i feel like the sacrifice the the the, the person i'm hurting the most is myself and I'm much more willing to make a choice that hurts me than hurts somebody that I love. Right? Like, you mean because if, if they I had to pick. Back. Like, they don't know that that choice is on the table. That only right. she. Yes. But also yeah. in her mind, she's like, Hope um, and, and uh, uh, Michael Douglas's character, like, they will survive. They will get by. They will have a full life without me. I will miss them. I will miss them to be part of that. And that is gut-wrenching and heartbreaking for me, but I'm not cutting their lives short or, or giving them misery for the next forever. The only person that's going to be miserable out of this is me, which is why I can choose it because I'm not causing misery to others, right? But you can go back. 
and they don't know that you've made you have the choice to come back, yeah. which is what I'm saying. Then the regret kicks in when you right. go. How did you not choose us? Well, I lo- like I lost time. I could have done this sooner. Like yeah. now, I tell the people I love that I had a choice to be back years ago, and right. I made not to. And this is, I think, the nice theme that, like Steve, I hope that that's what they go with because it's nice actually if they can tell the story right. But it is. It's like if you if you do have if you mess with time and you get what you want and then you have that regret and you have to go back and how do you deal with that? What choices do you make that are different? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's I think that's nice. The choice is the theme. See, it's interesting to me though. We talk about Janet's choice because Scott kind of goes the opposite way mm-hmm. because you know, uh, which I think is Scott and Cassie. I, I think Cassie's got an interesting dynamic because. Marvel is trying desperately, I think, to ground, you know, you mentioned about justice before Mira, they're trying to ground the films in some form of reality. Mm. And he's talking about how he's an Avenger. Cassie's talking about saving the homeless. Yeah. Um, But, but for him, like she keeps saying, let's help these people. He's saying, I want to help you. Yeah. Um, Which is very interesting because Janet makes the opposite choice. Now, eventually Scott makes that choice, but only because Cassie's going along with it. Mm -hmm. If he doesn't have, if, if Cassie doesn't go along with it, it's Cassie, right? That's her name. Yeah. 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 Catherine Newton playing Cassie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But if, if Cassie's not going along with it, he's not going along with it. I don't think. Yeah. His, his concern is only her because he lost the time in the blip. Hmm facts that's Um, true yeah but i feel like the film judges him for it which i appreciated but i think that was very interesting because the film doesn't make him look like the smart guy i think she they make janet look somewhat wise for her decision i mean correct me if i'm wrong but all that time where scott is saying you know let's just go let's just go He's the one that looks like the jerk. Yeah, but but I think, like, to me, there was no perfect character. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you watch, I mean, Iron Man was an anti-hero. Captain America was supposed to be, like, the perfect altruistic one. But, like, there there is nobody that you're like, this is this is full, fulsomely who I want to aspire to be or kind of um, hitch, hitch uh, a ride on their their star with, they were all flawed and human and struggled, right? Um, which I actually think is is beautiful. And again, connects it into that justice piece, right? That we've all got choices to make. They're not always great choices. There are pros and cons in all sorts of directions. But what you choose matters. It makes a difference and it changes the next step. I like that point. I like that. I like that you said that because I feel like that is very key to this film. It affects the next step. Yeah. It affects the next step. That That's a great point. And I think that um, we don't always think about our choices that way. We make bad choices. I made bad choices. We all make bad choices. Um, and sometimes we only think one step ahead is supposed to the ripple effects of those, those things. Yeah. Um, but I think then I think even when Cassie says, Oh my God, I'm sorry. I made a mistake. And he says, 
I'm here because of all the mistakes I've made so that it's okay. And so yeah. I think your point, you have to make the mistakes that get you to the next thing that make you who you are. Mm -hmm. And with Scott, he made all these mistakes. He was in jail. He's like, oh, it's my, you know, fourth time, whatever, this is your third time, like making a joke, but yeah. then became an Avenger regardless. Like he saved the world uh, in his view and he became, all these mistakes led to him being that. And so I think it is, it's all about the next step. And when he said that to her, it really kind of resonated because it was kind of sweet. Like kids are always going to mess up and they're going to come to their parents and say, I messed up. I don't know what to do. My life's over, all this stuff. And then for your parents to say, I'm here because I made all these mistakes and I messed up. And so it's okay. I think that was a nice, it's a nice message. Yeah. Um, that it's, it all leads to the next thing, even though it's a bad thing. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. You know, we tend to think of, yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's always a chance to go back too, as we saw with, well, with Modoc. Anyway, <laughs> I know yeah. you all love Modoc. Patton Oswald has ruined Modoc for me because he's so good as Modoc. So, that's what I'm saying to you. Can't we have to look at it as an, an isolated? It's just for the fun. Matt, because yeah. even this is not the way, and I hope people don't come out of it thinking this is the real Modoc or this is how it is. This is just part of the storyline they needed to fit it in um, and tie up the loose ends, right? Of him being left in the quantum, like in the quantum realm, and they show the back, like they go back a bit. So I get it. They need to tie up that loose end, but yeah, yeah. I did. I love. I love. Uh, oh, forgive me. What is I, what his actual name is? Something. Something Cross is the actor. I don't think it's Darren Cross. I don't know. Darren is the character. Uh, I, I love, I love like him. Pardon? I like that. I like that character a lot. That the actor. Yeah, I, I, he's phenomenal. Um, I, I, I thought it was. I knew that it was tying up a loose end. I was like, okay. Mm. Um, but uh, I would have been just as fine if, as if they made him. You know, if King had just made a made him made Modoc. Yeah. Um, but I know it's his own thing. But the Modoc series on on Disney Plus on uh, is phenomenal or Hulu. Oh yeah. Oh okay, yeah, it, it's hilarious. It is so funny. He's just a guy who wants his kids back. It's yeah. So good. Anyway, I know it's separate. I know it's separate. Yeah. I would not complain if he showed up in in Secret Wars. Oh my God! Absolutely. That would be. I'm expecting everybody, and then his kids showing up. Wanda's kids Listen, showing up. Everyone. If, if Howard the Duck could show up in Endgame, I'm pretty sure they can find him. Well, in Guardians of the Galaxy. So. Yeah. Oh man, I yeah. It, the, the 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 problem with Secret Wars is that there's going to be people that don't show up, and people are going to be mad that they didn't show up, sure. and like because you can't have an eight hour movie of well, everybody you ever wanted. Because again, this is what they set us up for, right? Is well, they did it in Endgame, and so now you're like, ooh, do it so bigger. They do this again, right? Yeah, it has to be bigger for Secret Wars though to land. Yeah. Like it can't, it can't just be a few of the characters you met in this phase. It, it, it has to be bigger. Like they have to bring back Robert Downey Jr. for this. As a different. No. 
they're as saying a of Kang. Oh, I, I don't care what they're saying now. I'm saying if they really want to please the fans, they did it for Doctor Strange, uh, then this is the way to please it. If Marvel, if you're listening. They're always <laughs> listening. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I have the algorithm. Yeah. We need a Kang Voltron and yeah. <laughs> we need a Wreck It Ralph Kang. That's yeah. that would solve oh. the problem right Do there. It. Yeah. Let's get our own. We'll write our own picture to Kevin. You know, Kev. He's usually at the brunch place <laughs> I go to. I know you two are tight. This is why, you know, like Kev, have, Kev. Kev hasn't sent me my own custom hat, but uh, I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> is that lost in the mail? No, it's okay. fine. Hopeful. Phenomenal. Well, uh, to you both, I mean, I, I'm about ready to wrap it up here. Is there anything else you want to say about Quantumania before we do? Where we have when, before we get to screen it or skip it, anything else that we haven't talked about that you want to talk about? Look out for Kang, and he's coming. Many of them, they coming. The Kangs, yeah. Oh, it's coming. Yeah, Kang yeah. be coming. Kang be coming. He's he's. Oh going to get crazier and crazier so no i I'm, I'm excited i'm excited for for the next uh for the next few so i'm glad i went to see it and i gave it a chance yay phase five starting well there you go well then we've already probably hit it but let's say here we go ant-man and wash quantum mania screen it or skip it screen it screen it and it's so beautifully shot do it yeah. 3D. nice yeah yeah we saw it in 3d and i i would recommend that too like it's just so visually yeah. needs a big screen and something a little extra yeah yeah i'll i i'll give it to it i i i didn't come out of it with my fist held high saying mm. that was the high point of marvel it's fun i enjoy i went for my i went for my ride I had yeah. a blast. Right. Yeah. Um yeah. and and I came out and I felt like hey this was this was this was fun. So sure. I yeah. I it's not a definitive to me like you have to see it in theaters but I yeah. I agree with you both it looks great. Um you know it's pretty immersive. Yeah. 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 And it, and it's yeah. nice to go to the movies and just watch something nice. Like not the most deep and meaningful, gut-wrenching, I'm going to be pondering this for the next three months movie. Exactly. Or like political issues or social. Like right. I kind of like that I got, it, I, it was like to me, it could have been a standalone movie outside of Marvel and I would have enjoyed it. Yeah. It wasn't Honestly. like exhausted post-film. No, I would have enjoyed it. I wouldn't have thought it was the best movie ever. But if even if you didn't give me any context, really, and I went in to see it, it would have still been okay. No. Like fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, I listen, I am not going to give it, I'm not going to give it an excellent rating, but I'm also not going to say I didn't enjoy myself. I did because no. it was, it was, it yeah. was awesome. You drink that ooze. The minute you drink that ooze, <laughs> you love that part. And then you had the, drink the oh, ooze. Oh, How the many flow? holes do you have? How many oh. holes do you have? <laughs> I love, you know, the horrible thing is he said seven and I'm like, is it seven? And I started, yes. So did he. <laughs> it's that moment where he's like, it's okay, so. Well, I started. 
them too. I'm like, oh, that's a good one. No, but I like that transition of like, they're like, drink the ooze. Yeah. <laughs> it sounded so ominous, like in the other language. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. is a metaphor for the Marvel Cinematic Universe if I've ever seen it. <laughs> <laughs> drink our Kool-Aid, drink <laughs> our Kool-Aid. <laughs> I hated this. I'm not on the Kool-Aid anymore. It's like, how yeah. dare you? <laughs> yeah here try this different color kool-aid keep drinking keep drinking <laughs> it's so true yeah no i i drank the, i drank that kool-aid yesterday i'm dead i'm back i'm back keep me here though keep bringing it on <laughs> different flavors of ooze um yeah no definitely good to see well i'm i'm glad you're both back because this was so much fun and i appreciate you both and this is it has been far too long yeah yeah We'll have to do it again soon. We're starting off 2020, yes. right? We're back. Um, yep. Guardians of the Galaxy coming. Yes. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, and yeah, we'll let us know when the next one is. Um, Steve. <laughs> you forget my name? <laughs> like, no, I'm tired. Okay? I was just directive. Steve, you are responsible for bringing us together for the next podcast. That just is tell us, yeah. you guy, <laughs> <laughs> sir. Green fish sir. online. <laughs> As if I would ever forget your name. Come on, oh. <laughs> you're the you're the one. You're the one who brought us together and the Marvelettes. And I mean, without you, there would be, there would be <laughs> this. So That's give great. your yeah. pat on the back, round of applause. It's it all comes down to choices, and uh, <laughs> of course, we tie it back to that. We can look back with regret, or, or, or how it got us here. <laughs> no, no honestly, I, I'm Thanks. so grateful. Thank you. Um, I'll do my wrap up. Uh, and for you at home, a reminder, you can find us wherever podcasts are available. You can, you can find us on YouTube. You can like it, subscribe and smash that subscribe button. If you haven't yet, there's something wrong. I'm just listening to what my kids say and this is what they all sound like. So that's what I feel like I need to say. Um, but, um, and if you go to the podcast page on screenfish.net, you can download fishing for more, which are some small group questions that you can have about this very big, small movie. Uh, as well get the conversation started where you are um i hope we're back next week but i'm not entirely sure with our scheduling um but uh, we will keep an eye out we always have new interviews now coming up each week as well um but until then thank you both and for you at home we started the conversation this was screenfish that's a wrap Thank <laughs> you.